0: Hey, guys, it is currently about uh, one in the morning here in Indianapolis. Adam and I just got done with day one at the Performance Racing Industry, or PRI, show and got to record some uh, really, really interesting shows for you. The show that you'll be hearing here today is actually uh, Andrew Rains from Apex Pro, which is a digital track coach. So it's kind of like a, a lap timer. But it actually uses sensors uh, to see if you're getting the maximum potential out of your car. So you'll hear more about how that works from Andrew here shortly. I should also point out that in some of my initial conversations with Andrew, it was brought up that Apex Pro does work very, very well by itself, but it can also augment any sort of current data acquisition system you have. So just because you have data acquisition does not mean that Apex Pro cannot help you out as well. Apex Pro is sold by OG Racing. So if you're interested in that, Just like we always say, if you uh, need anything for your track day and wheel-to-wear racing endeavors, make sure you check out OG Racing and tell them Slip Angle Center. You can go and find them at www.ogracing.com. In addition to this show with Andrew, we also recorded a couple other shows today. Next week, you will be hearing from Jay Braxton from Stilo Helmets. Jay has a long, long history in the racing safety gear industry, so it's going to be a very, very good show. I know Adam and I learned a ton, not only about Stilo helmets, but about racing safety gear in general, so make sure you check that one out for sure. We're also able to sit down with Cody Loveland from 11C Motorsport. Uh, Cody, you may recognize from some of our other Slip Angle podcast podcasts, Cody, obviously, uh, having run Love Fab before, and uh, he brought with him Paul Girard, who was uh, the driver of the Love Fab Enviate this year. Paul actually um, broke the news just recently, uh, probably a couple months ago, that he was actually the Stig for the UK version of Top Gear um, for a couple years. So very, very interesting guy. With that being said, we'll go ahead and roll the show with Andrew Rains from Apex Pro. Welcome everybody to Slip Angle Show. I'm Austin Cabot. And I'm actually standing next to you. You are. We are here together. Uh, We're in the Indianapolis uh, Convention Center here at PRI 2017. And uh, right now we are in uh, the Apex Pro booth with Andrew Raines. What's going on, Andrew? Hey, guys. How you doing?
1: Welcome. You got a cool little product here, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a a really cool device. I've uh, a Fortunate to be a part of it, honestly. Yeah, Tell <laughs> kind us, of myself, tell us so. about what
2: you guys got here. I, I'd heard about this from a buddy of ours, Mike Taylor, who used one at the SEC runoffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. But uh, it's 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 sort of a different uh, gauge. Yeah, uh, for the driver. So, for, yeah, what, what do you guys have? Well, here? That's,
1: a, that's a great word to use for it. Gauge. It's a uh, it's a performance gauge, a real time performance gauge, and uh, you know we kind of recognize most people go into the track like objective performance data is great. Like you always want to yeah. like learn how to go faster. Right? That's what gets me fired up is figuring out what I can do to go faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of realize all data systems, no matter how much time you put into it, they're all kind of telling you the same thing: what's the car's potential and where are you on that potential, right? Are you at 90% or 95% or 50%? And so we decided to use inertial sensors and machine learning to to boil that down to something simple, which kind of became this real-time Interface this real-time display that's like a shift light display that mounts on your dash in front of you, so cuts the complexity
2: of yeah. It's a a pretty simple, basically a bunch of uh, LEDs that kind of change color and stuff. Uh, How how does it work when you're driving the car? Like, what is it telling you?
1: So when when you're in the car, you have the device mounted, you know, in your direct line of sight. That's the key. You got to have it. Somewhere where your vision's kind of drawn to it. Like you want to be looking just past it. Mm-hmm. So I like to have it right in front of me. That way, no matter, no matter what I'm looking at down the road, obviously, cause we're not staring at the dash and we're, we're driving, the, hopefully we're not, uh, we're looking down the road. It kind of gets your attention. So, um, you know, I, I know you guys know Ross. He, uh, Ross Bentley yeah, who yeah, published yeah. an article that, uh, that I wrote. I did a bunch of peripheral vision research because mm-hmm. relevant to this and realized that people's peripherals detect motion mm-hmm. super well. So if you take your hand and you, and you, go to 180 degrees like to your field vision or 90 degrees to your field vision and go past your face you can see it almost at a 200 degree angle from where you're looking and we realized that motion and color are the two things our peripherals detect so it's like well, why not incorporate those that's why shift lights work so well they move from left to right and they change color and you just recognize it so why not have the same thing for the corners and uh, and that's kind of what what we detected here or what we built with with apex okay and uh, so if you see red lights basically there's more performance available okay um, and it uses
0: AI to figure that out. So the now thing for- that's supposed to take all of our jobs in the future. <laughs> <laughs> now, for our listeners that don't, um, you know, haven't really seen what the system looks like, can you describe it and just about how how big it is? And yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, it kind of think about. You know, it's kind of
1: iphonish It's a. Uh, it's about a um, you know, four-inch long box. Um,
2: inch by an- inch by four. Or inch so. by yeah. four.
1: Yeah, it has a a base plate that mounts on the bottom, and. Um, you know, nice and simple. It's all self-contained. Uh, that's all it is. Right? pairs your phone with Bluetooth. Uh, so you get the best of both worlds. You get familiar interface. So, like, we're all familiar with how our phones work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so your iOS device pairs with the with the device. And uh, and then you just have that Apex device that mounts on your dash. All right. you do is peel. It's the same adhesive GoPro uses. Yeah, the VHB, 3M, VHB or whatever. HB, yeah. Which is awesome. Works on everything from like ferrari dash material to my honda accord you know (laughs) Uh, so you peel it off pop it on the dash and you can easily move it um we sell different base plates and uh you know it's just it's simple it's a five minute install process download
0: the app which is free apex pro you know i've i've been really interested in it you and i talked on the phone a couple weeks ago for you know for quite some time and you were just telling me about about the product a little bit um, but to me, it, it seems like it's a really intuitive process. It's almost like when you're playing Forza and right. you have the guidelines <laughs> on, you know, and yeah. they go green and then red and stuff like that. So it's kind of like that. And, you know, it will actually change as you're driving around the track. Like, say you break a little bit early, you should be able to see it, you know, go all the way one way saying, hey, you're losing a lot of potential here. So, right. yeah, yeah, I'm watching the Absolutely. video in
2: your booth here thinking. This is really like I mean you can look at like predictive on other data systems and stuff, but that's hard to like judge minute of on track. Right. Like this is this is kind of something yeah. I think I need to yeah. spend some money on. And then plus too <laughs> you you know
0: you actually some of the other systems that are out there in the market giving you data. You have to be the computing yeah. force behind while it. it you numbers, the car. Yeah, while you're you driving have, have to do the comparative. Remember what yeah. you ran before, you know, and things like that. Yeah, so it just, just makes, makes cool, it man. really, really simple. Right?
1: Um, yeah, it's doing a lot more math than other systems are. You know, like it's it's working a lot harder. So, so you said yeah.
2: it it can it, it's learning the potential of the car lap by lap, and that changes. Right. Um, so in a few laps, it it knows more as far as the limit of the track. Uh, and your car, it probably knows more than a lot of the seat-of-the-pants feel a lot of drivers. Yes. Uh, how does how does some of that stuff? Uh, how, how does that work? It's constantly learning, right? Um, so it's not going to send you off the track. It's not going to tell Hopefully you. You, not, can, yeah. you can definitely break it <laughs> at, at the zero
0: mark. We have a great you know. disclaimer in case that, yeah. that does happen. Um, how how does it perform with you know changing conditions? Right, like say you're out in a session, and the next session you go out, it's raining. You know, right. how would it interface with that? How would it tell right. you, you know, you have a little bit more potential left, um, you know, with the conditions being so much different? Right. So it, it learns
1: a new limit, a new higher limit mm-hmm. extremely well, like a couple of seconds, you know, okay. it's gonna figure it out. It can re- it can backwards learn, so say it starts raining in the middle of a session, but if it starts downpouring, mm-hmm. the device is trained to learn the limit and Continue to learn what the next higher limit is because like, normally when you go throughout a session, you, your tires drop off a little bit, but it's encouraging you to go. No, there's other ways to get that time back. Right. right? You just mm-hmm. have to soften up your grip. You have to do some things differently with the pedals. If it starts downpouring in the session, the best thing for the device is to pull in the pits and restart it, and it's going to learn a new limit. Okay. So as soon as you turn the power button on, it erases its memory right now, and that's oh, really? that's a simplicity aspect because okay. it's you know the technology in there has to work so hard to build the model okay. like, well, like I tell a lot of people because they go like how does it you know how well how does it know Right? Yeah, And it's it's not magic. It's nothing crazy. It's inertial sensors. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. not it's not like reading tire temps and pressures, you know, while you're doing it. It doesn't yeah. have ECU information. Right. It's inertial based. But the beauty of that is that's all you need to build a model of the car's grip. Right. You mm-hmm. don't you don't really need to know
0: right. anything more. So is it essentially is it reading and recording like peak G forces, um, you know, on a certain corner and applying right. that limit to another corner? So, so if you pulled, yeah. you know, X he's not to exactly one quarter. how it works because that's yeah, what Yeah, well, let me, selling. Let, me read our, <laughs> let me read our
1: intellectual property to you real quick. No. Yeah. Um, so the, the way the, the device works in that sense, uh, you know, people are familiar with like a G-sum gauge, yeah, yeah. G-meter. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, he uses G-forces. Um, we have a nine axis IMU uh, accelerometer gyro, 10 hertz GPS, mm-hmm. um, super accurate GPS, which yeah, is Yeah, I really was cool. wondering how, how, right. how powerful so the GPS was. So that's speed, yeah. So it yep. has really accurate GPS speed, pretty accurate positioning, you know, as accurate as you can get, you know, in a device like that that's not remote mounted basically Mm -hmm. um but it, so it's not just g-forces. G-forces is part of the equation. But because we're building that nine-axis friction circle, it's also looking at things like slip. It's looking at things like, uh, the camber in the road. So when it starts to feel the car tilts because you're on a cambered surface, obviously the grip level is different than if you're on a mm-hmm. flat surface. So the grip level changes. So therefore peak g-forces may be different. Okay. Right. So it can't just say, well, you did, you know, 1.9 g's. So you can do that's 1.9 in this corner uh, too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which, that's a massive amount of g's. <laughs> yeah. Probably should have said 0.9. Yeah. Yeah. 1.9 when you're, you know, your head goes through the windshield or, you know, through the side window but say you got, you know, point 0.9 G's and turn 6 or land where you got a lot of cambering well, you know, turn 7 where there's less camber to the road, you're not going to be able, you're mm-hmm. not going to have the same It's not going to tell Force, you to drive in. Right? It's not going to be like, why well, are you yeah. doing 0.9 G's, bro? Oh, come, come on. And hit you that wall, bro. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> but, so yeah, but, but that is part of it and that's a lot of times a step that um, I walk through with people when they're kind of, because it's, I've been around it since it, well, it it's, came out. It's right? So, right? so different
2: than what, like, somebody like me is used to seeing like 15 years doing road stuff this isn't something that's ever happened so i don't but it's also so simple that right. it, it, like at first glance it's like that can't work is that like that's yeah. you should have seen but, the beta but,
1: the beta versions they weren't nearly as simple but, but, but
2: looking at like you know looking at the the data that you pulled up um, uh, that you had on the on the tablet here like post session data instead like it's this is real it's different data acquisition and it's different it's more of like like you said, a like driver coach yeah um, absolutely. so so that. what uh, what can you after you go out uh, and you see all the colorful lights and it tells you how to drive faster <laughs> and you go faster what it, what can you do post session with yeah. the,
1: Yeah, so that's that's a great question. So we have uh, post session data that's available on the app. So uh, pull your iOS device out of the phone, out of the car. Pull your phone out of the car. You know, something like that. Uh, take your phone out of the car and uh, you'll hit in session. It'll save, uh, prompt you to save your session. Mm-hmm. Of course, you don't have to save it if it was a terrible session. Yeah, You don't want to see I what you did that one. every now and then. But uh, <laughs> you can go back into your post session and obviously you're going to see lap times. So the device is going to record lap times going around the track. Then um, you're going to see a score on the right side of the screen called the Apex score. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Apex score, a lot of questions about that because it doesn't correlate with your lap time. So the Apex score is correlating with the algorithm in the device. So the apex score is basically a percentage out of 100. If you were doing 100, 100 percent, you would basically be at the limit of the tire the whole way around the track. So okay. like, think 917, you know, Can-Am car, 1100 horsepower, yeah. like spinning the tires from the exit of one corner to the to the end of the next. So because most cars, most like Miatas and you know front-wheel drive Hondas and like even 911 GT3s yeah. aren't track gonna day, be and a regular track, race yeah, car, and, right? They're not and, traction yeah. limited down a straightaway. Um, so your apex score is never gonna be. 100. It's going to vary depending on the okay. track. Um, but that's totally dependent on what the device is learning. So usually you'll see a high Apex score the first couple of laps when the device doesn't have enough information to build a really robust model. Mm-hmm. And then as you go down, you'll see that usually on a faster lap you have a better Apex yeah. score. But sometimes you don't because sometimes, say you you nail a set of corners and you come onto a straightaway at a track day and a guy's going slow in front of you and you have to check up but you were already like at the point where the car wasn't accelerating very fast on a straightaway so you weren't using very much grip. Well, your average wouldn't drop that much if you were already at 30% of the tire's capability. You have to drop, drop down to 20 to get around him, right? But if you average 90% of the car's capability through the corners, you still might have a higher Apex score than your last yes. lap, even yeah. if you, you didn't have to do that, right? right? So it can be a little confusing, but I think we put that out there because that's the best way to monitor what the algorithm's showing. you, like, Okay teaching you in the car, and I hope that that's a score that becomes something like, you could use that to test tires or suspension or brakes, mm-hmm. right?
0: How does your Apex score vary with driving being the same, like mm-hmm. a control variable being driving? Now, um, How does how does it deal with, you know, say you're out in a, you know, 40-minute sprint race, and the tires start going off, you know, um, just going away, you know, 25 minutes yeah, in. You, you how does it deal it with or, that, saying, yeah. hey, you know, the tire's... Have gone away, but you're still getting as much as you can out of them right it it will reflect like that okay. which is
1: which is really cool um so the when I say, like, if Ford learns really well, it learns the new peak really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it also has probably, like, a 10% variance. So, like, if your tires are dropping off a normal amount, it's going to be able to say, okay, realistically, yeah, the, the limits, car can only do this. Right. It's and, a little yeah. less than what it was. Right. Okay. But it's also seen a lot more. So maybe it's seen you do something in a different corner that it's mm-hmm. going, well, why don't you do that? Like, the camera looks the same. The grip level looks pretty similar to this set of corners, and the speed's kind of similar to this set of corners. And you did something a little different over here. Maybe okay. you can do something independent of the grip of the tire over here. You can have a different brake release. Maybe you're in the okay. wrong gear. Um, so there's some elements to that. But yeah, you'll definitely see like corner exit. It'll reflect that. Um, that's cool to play around with. And in the post session data stuff too. If you're listening, I encourage you. Like our app's free. Yeah. You can download it. You can uh, you can now play with the simulator uh, to simulate what the device is doing. That's super cool. What should people um, uh,
2: look for in the uh, app store? What's Apex it called? Pro
1: LLC. Okay, we'll get okay. you there on the app store. There's a lot of apexes, and uh, you know the name was too good for us to to yeah. stay away from it. So yeah, well, that's we sort too,
2: of telling you yeah, that's what your product is <laughs> integral right. with is the apex right. so.
1: automated performance yeah. expert was yeah. the original. Oh, that's cool. Oh, really? Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. No, we don't use it a whole lot, but that's that's what it stands for. But, yeah, it's such an interesting yeah.
2: product. But cool. uh, w- where did uh, you know, the, the team with this company, like where did you get yeah. What's your background with yeah. racing? So, where did you guys come well, from?
1: When, when Austin and I ran into each other a couple of years ago in Opelike, Alabama. It was like 20, 2014. I think yeah. it was like okay. fall of 2014, 2014 or spring of 2015, yeah. yeah. So I was racing a, um, a Volkswagen GTI and World Challenge Touring car that year. We, or we were hoping to. We were prepping the car. Um, <laughs> yeah. Two years before that, well, the three years before that, I had been on the uh, Auburn University Formula team. Okay. So I went to Auburn, um, you know, obviously probably most well-known for football and, and that sort of stuff. I went to Auburn because of the formula team, you know, okay. to build race cars. And um, I'm not an engineer, to preface mm-hmm. all that. I'm a, I'm a marketing major okay. In, uh, <coughs> sales. And
2: they let you on the SAE of, team? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, I figured out how to, how to find money, so they well, had a hard helps, time not letting me. That's a huge skill. Uh, I kind of forced my racing. way in the door. Yeah, that's a huge skill. <laughs> <scale. laughs> uh, but uh, my partner in, in Apex and the and the creator, Austin, who's uh, he was here a little while ago, yeah. Um, Austin... Had this kind of technology, had this, this concept. You know, a lot of people have had this idea to preface it. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're not the first people to have this idea. Um, but he kind of came forth with a way to, to produce this concept based off of these sensors he was learning how to use, the type of programming that okay. he was learning at the time. And, oh, so we started testing it on the Formula SAE car. It just so happens the car that he built, he's the vehicle dynamicist and the chief chassis engineer in 2013. He built AU 2013, which he then left the team after our first race. We did pretty well. And I was, I got, like the team captain the next year and we took that car that he built no setup changes nothing took it to FSA Lincoln mm-hmm. and finished second which wow. was the best the school's ever done wow and nice we were cool. just a couple points out of first and uh, that car was just a dream to drive well, like,
0: what was the power plant in that thing it
1: was a Yamaha R6 oh, okay cool. yeah. nice yeah with the restrictor it made my buddy Zach Woolen he's um, Scott Dixon's HPD engineer now hmm. um, which is kind of cool to know that guy yeah. uh, Zach was my co-driver and the guru of the R6 yeah so we made a Ninety-two horsepower or something okay. with, the, with R6. the restrictor. Yeah, with the
2: restrictor. What, what size is the restrictor on those? Like it's like ten a, millimeters. Yeah, I was just saying it's, it's like, like a centimeter. right? right? Yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That's ridiculous, man. Ninety-two
0: <laughs> yeah. horsepower with that yeah. much restriction. a hundred hundred pound
2: car to the wheels. Oh, wow. Ninety horsepower to the wheels. It was that would not be a slow car yeah. at all.
1: Yeah, the car I have in my shop in Birmingham, the twenty fourteen car. I think they gave it back to me. Like here's this pile of carbon and aluminum you can take it yeah we don't um, want this anymore yeah. <laughs> it did 0 to 16 like 2.4 oh 2. my gosh
2: oh, it nice. was absurd that was wild, neck snapping. Man.
0: should regear gear um, it and throw some arrow on it yeah. and you know go, run some, cool. go right. run some track days with it yeah absolutely so that, that was
1: that's the origin story we met doing formula which okay. is you know is, uh, it, we kind of wanted to do what everybody that was doing formula was. it was like oh we want to start a cool engineering company and sell cool stuff after and yeah. luckily Austin is a hard enough working and intelligent enough guy that and i would had some cool opportunities and motorsports and uh just really thankful without auburn honestly like wouldn't wouldn't be here yeah you know,
0: that's, that's it tell us about yeah. some of your uh your pro racing history
1: yeah. yeah yeah so i've been like i said again super fortunate just kind of kind of uh just materialized in front of my eyes. So I actually started in in the pro racing world working for APR Motorsports, Mm -hmm. um, which was running. They were the first people to run the R8 in Grand Am at the time, 2013. So I actually was their fire bottle guy at the 24 in 2013. Oh, really? Yeah, so that was my first, like, Intro to pro racing Holding the fire extinguisher Yeah, yeah <laughs> For 24 hours And that was the year They were they were red flagged For like two hours Under uh, the, the fog Like set in In the morning yeah, yeah. And I think Alex Figgy Maybe was the driver He uh, he got sick He got out of the car And threw up in a trash can Right next to me And I remember the speed reporter Putting the mic in his face Like right after that I'm like Oh man, that's awful
2: but, uh, yeah, you don't want that mic In your face no, right no, afterwards yeah. yeah, I was like Don't say anything That's to me. never <laughs> happened With one of these mics That we know of That yeah. we know of Yeah That's good to know yeah, I don't yeah. I know
1: but, yeah, that, that was kind of my foray into it. And then when we met in 2014, I had actually bought APR Motorsports Volkswagen assets. They uh-huh. were running those cars, and con- they were Continental Tire cars. Mm-hmm. So I ended up with a car that had been totaled at Watkins Glen and uh, started life as a display car that was cut in half. they steam- they sounds back like a together. good one. <laughs> yeah, so that was one car. And, uh, and then we had two other GTIs, and I uh, ended up with one GTI by the time the season started. Just, you know, accidental well, accidents I, happen. I remember
0: when when I met you. You guys were towing with like an old seven three excursion with like. Kind of like a little bit of a beat up, like enclosed trailer and stuff. Yeah. And like you're going pro racing. I was like, I like this guy. Like, that's yeah. really awesome. That's the whole story. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah that's it. So that, that was actually one rig. We had, we'd have two rigs that year. So I, had, I wheeled and dealed to get that excursion, which was a piece of junk. I mean, <laughs> apps like rust. Yeah. Worse. I've had, I've had Land Rovers and Alphas. It was rustier than either of those. It was bad. <laughs> that's a rusty and, excursion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then I had, uh, I'd sold my truck, which I loved. I had an Awesome Ram twenty five hundred, okay. and I'd sold that to get a, a cheap, like twenty thousand dollar toter home. Oh, like really? Bottom of the barrel, but it could sleep us. So I was like, okay, I am gonna, I am gonna yeah. save all this hotel money, and we're all gonna, we're gonna sleep in the toter. Well, you can only sleep two people in this thing. I ended up going to get it in Minnesota. Like, my buddy Robert, who was my car chief, and I ended up sleeping on the side of the road because we ran out of fuel <laughs> and a diesel, like, and like like six inches of snow, like yeah. cuddling to, for warmth, thinking we were going
2: to die. More and more racer and, uh, stories uh, coming yeah. out of racers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's all we do here. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Sometimes the racer stories, the travel to and from and like the crappy tow rigs, those are better right, stories yeah, than yeah, the right. racing. I'm yeah. sure I'm you guys have your fair share. Yeah. Can you tell
0: me something? Something happened when you guys were going to Canada? Were you guys going to an event at Mostwood, yeah. and something happened with the rig? Right. So we
1: decided, like, after you saw us, we were like, "Well, we missed the first race at Coda, so obviously yeah. we're going to go to Canada." Which, of course. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. From
2: Alabama? Right. From Alabama, yeah.
1: because you have to you have to do the border crossing No And yeah. yeah, and I was taking final exams at school like the week you were before still we left. School? Yeah, I was at Auburn. <laughs> um, oh, that gives that like yeah. stresses me out so for yeah. you. <laughs> we had we had like just enough. I know, I was pretty stressed. What are you doing? It was doing? one of those things like I didn't even think about. It's just like, yep, we're going to do it. This well, yeah. <laughs>
2: and kind of jumped into Never underestimate a stupid 20-something-year-old. Uh, right. yeah. And we
1: had, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really, really dumb. We had just enough funding, like... Like, we could barely make it happen. To put gas in the you truck. Know, thanks, National Bank mm-hmm. of Commerce for making yeah. that happen. Like That's that awesome. Was, you know, that, it, was, it was just enough to get us there. And uh, we ended up being, like, stopped at the border for <clears throat> four hours in the mm. middle of the night. And they didn't think we had the right paperwork. And, like, I mean, it was like every movie that you can ever imagine of, like, bad customs. Just Hard like, to get into They wanted different to look country. in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to do it. And, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. You know, we've all yeah. been awake for, like, <laughs> 20 hours yeah. at the time, and but we got there, ended up uh, having a horrible weekend at the track. Yeah,
0: and uh, but the cars were fast. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, that was the the, the, the silver lining <laughs> yeah and then eventually yeah. you guys you got uh, you got out of the Volkswagen game and you started right. campaigning Honda's the next season yeah right?
1: yeah so we ended up selling the Volkswagens they you know you, you put wheel bearings on those things every single weekend yeah, I've heard that um, I've heard yeah. that uh, there they, they were quick though in TC trim we did a buck 47 at Road America that was wow, that's fast, fast. Car. wow like, yeah. a lot of boost
2: was that a 1.8 um, turbo back then yeah
1: this was a mark 6 okay. GTI yeah and uh, my teammate at the time my Mikey Taylor, he uh, not Mike Taylor, but a yeah. different one South tells. African one, Yeah, um, Mikey finished second at Road America in okay. the Jetta that he built, and the Jetta was the car that was the cut-in-half show car originally. Really? So, like, and it had been totaled, after it had been built into a race car, it had been totaled at Watkins Glen. I was the fueler on that car when it okay. was totaled, and I bought it like a year later. Like. Complete idiot, yeah. right? Twenty-something <laughs> idiot. Um, but he finished second in it, like wheel bearings flying apart as he crossed the finish line. Um, you yeah. know, total Colin Chapman moment. Okay, and uh, that was our last race in the Volkswagen, as they were just too clapped out. Yeah, and uh, we went from a two-car effort to a one-car effort. And um, thanks to the guys at the Honda manufacturing plant in Alabama, mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to build an Accord. Okay, so I bought an Accord street car from a dealership, and they helped me out with parts, resources, the knowledge to build it. And that would
2: be a TC car, TC back then, yeah. Yeah, a
1: touring car. Um, so we built that. In 2015, off-season for 2016. Okay. And um, this whole time, we were developing Apex Pro in the car, too. Like, every time we went out, we would, you know, strap the beta into the car. Okay. And, and so, you're using and all of
0: your your pro racing experiences, essentially, to also beta test right. Apex Pro. That's that, pretty, that was yeah that was, yeah. that was was
1: the concept. And luckily, the pro racing went from being this, like, kind of crazy, cobbled-together effort into a slightly more, <laughs> we figured it out a little bit kind of yeah. effort. Um, but, yeah, at the end of that year, I rented <clears throat> Shea Holbrook at a Civic, and okay. uh, Civic S. I, mm-hmm. I rented it for a TCA race because I had a little bit of budget that we didn't use for the Volkswagen. So we okay. decided to, to change things up and um, raced at Laguna and finished third okay. in TCA. So that was uh, an awesome experience. They did a great job with the car. We kind of built a relationship in the Honda community. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we, we competed again. And in 2016, which is mm-hmm. still, you know, we had one rig this time had <laughs> a dually and a 40 foot gooseneck that I've had for forever. I just sold it for like four and a half grand, not that long ago. That gives you any idea of what, <laughs> like, like you were saying, like, yeah, it was, it was a big enough trailer, but, yeah. you know, uh, so we did that, uh, the three races, uh, three event weekends in 2016 with the Accord and I uh, had, had an awesome year, but it was more, you know, I knew the whole time it was an investment in Apex, right? Yeah. Like, And an investment in me and that kind of stuff. Like I kind of, like I said, stupid 20-year-old, I was dumb enough to be like, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And I've That's always, awesome. I've always well, been not, the kind of, like, I do, I do stuff as opposed to not doing that stuff. That would be the time <laughs> when, when you're young. <laughs> nope. no, all, that, all that time all right.
0: when you were pro racing and testing and stuff with that, I mean, how many times did Apex Pro help you find some time where you're like, no, I can't go faster there and the computer it was like, yeah, you can, right, right? Yeah, you can.
1: Yeah, so I like, like a lot of drivers, the initial response, like that, I that I had to it, of course, which is like, this thing doesn't know, like you know, I, I know what's going on, yeah. And then the more I got accustomed to it, the more I was like, you got to trust it a little it, bit, right? Huh? Yeah. it knows, like yeah. it knows better than I do. I can't take twelve thousand measurements a second. Like I'm not using that's you know, a lot like, of measurements. A right, second. it's doing is that something. How many different. it's taking? Yeah, yeah. wow, twelve thousand data points. So that's that's what it's using to sample through the, you know, the algorithm yeah. to build that friction circle model that we talked about so So, interesting yeah it's it's cool so but i I knew austin like i said austin built this is austin over here austin built the the austin yeah (laughs) Yeah. he built the formula sae car that i raced in in 2013 and had the fortune of being a team member with him and I knew what his capabilities were as an engineer. And so I just had blind confidence in it after I kind of got that initial stumbling block out of the way, right? So that wasn't really a huge problem for me because I knew, you know, when you know what goes into Mm -hmm. something. And um, how many,
0: how many years went into development for you, actually? He
1: saw us and would have started about a year before he, he told me about it so since early 2013 oh wow okay yeah and then we didn't really publicly come onto the market until last year this show last year so 2016 so it took you know we have a bunch of beta like if you go to our office there's beta Versions of the product lined mm-hmm. up um, you know we actually took one of our beta testers lent us his excursion to come up here this weekend okay um, so it's it's been, a, it's, been a cool it's not day. rusty though is it no no it's not <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, one question I had with it was you say you can mount it kind of anywhere does it have to be like firm mounted to the car or it, I mean I can't I, I can't imagine having a vibrate would be uh, right would be a not handful. ideal yeah. yeah
1: so the reason we built the the base plate that we did is because it's, it's ideal for a dashboard mount okay you know somewhere be, uh, have a
2: pretty firm dashboard. Ideally, yeah okay. Ideally, my but race car does not have a firm, have a firm dashboard. dashboard. <laughs> Might need well, to make a spot on uh, right. the roll cage for that. You know
1: something that's cool that we've done is is you take the the VHB off the base plate and okay. put it upside down on a GoPro mount, and okay. then you can just use like a GoPro attachment on huh. VHB. You need a you need like a one that you know a little GoPro piece that just has two little prongs on either side instead of two and three. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you have that, you can use a GoPro attachment. Well, I'm looking at this literally thinking
2: right. like on my because I'm building a new shell for my race car and I'm thinking like Man, maybe I need to put a little ledge for it on the roll case. There you go. Hey, that'd be awesome. Yeah, like <laughs> notch
0: it out. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I might need to make a spot that'd for that. That'd be sick. You guys should start like providing mm. little templates. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Cut <laughs> out this yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Once I finish building this car, I think I'm going to be buying one of these. This is a really cool product. That's it's awesome. Uh, it's very cool. Um, yeah. I
1: don't
2: know. It's, and it's so different. I, I love how different it is. Um, but well, the, the, the driver interface like on the track, that is the appealing right. thing to me. Well, I think
1: a lot of, you know, We're of, we're of the younger, you know, ilk as far as the, the community goes. I think as more people that are, you know, kind of the millennial and young Gen X kind of generation kind of start to get into the sport, Mm -hmm. this is what they'll gravitate towards. Um, but you'd be amazed how many, you know, baby boomer age customers we have that that love like this is it's the simplicity of yeah being able yeah. to you know you know torque your lugs, get your water, and just look at your post session data for two seconds, and then go get your feedback on the track. Okay. Instead of like even if you want to use like a comparable price point data system that might exist, like you still got to got to plug into mm-hmm. something, have a computer with you at the track, you know. And and like what we, you were saying with a predictive timer from my peripheral vision research and just from like playing around, like driving up here yesterday, if you take your off the road and look at the speedometer. The time it takes you to detect what the text is telling yeah. you is way well, longer than seeing a color. And, and Austin,
2: right? Austin basically threw away a national championship driving by the predictive. Yep. Like it's not. Oh, it's not always
0: the best. Uh, yep. well, you, you, you gotta, gotta focus, focus on I was, I was in Mid Ohio in 2012 and like okay. had a misshift on the back straight, wow. and so did like a 136.9. So I get to the end of the back straight at Mid Ohio and have like a 136.4 going. I'm like, oh yeah, this is awesome. i <laughs> send this. Thing. Going, like it's Here got, got right a 136.3 in it. For yeah. sure, and uh just got a little sideways and went far off over madness, just so overdid it right and d yeah. this session. Yeah, we've all done it sometimes,
2: sometimes yeah, uh, yeah focusing on something like that might not be the best thing to do when you're trying to steer a race car right. around other right. race cars on a racetrack. Yeah. but I love well, the simplicity of it, it's yeah. so cool
1: well it's it's funny yeah. how how much this thing becomes part of the car once you just leave like I just preach to people just like' just put it in your car, just leave it there, like like think about it a little bit, but. Just let it happen. And uh, you'll notice it's like if you take it out after having it in there a couple of weekends, it's like it's like me standing here in the middle of the PRI hall and someone like dropping my pants, you know, like getting pants by someone walking by. (laughs) That's what it feels like because it's like this is unfamiliar. Yeah, Yeah. you're you're kind of lost
2: without it once you're used
1: to it. It takes you a couple laps to realize like, okay, yeah, this is this is comfortable, what, yeah. you know, whatever. But so you're uh, saying if
0: I walked around without pants, eventually you, yes. I would be fine with it. Eventually you'd be okay with it, right? You know, uh, I don't know if like everybody, everybody else would be okay with it,
2: but, <laughs> but you would, Yeah, right? You'd have that confidence.
0: No,
1: no, when you, that was when exactly you, what I was trying to get to. When you
2: get in the car with this thing, like, what do you have to do with it? Do you have to turn it on? Do you have to, how often do you have to charge it? Like, living with it, like, how how, how right. is it on a track weekend? Right, it's
1: great. It, like, it, it looks like a hot supermodel, but like, when you start living with that supermodel, they're out, it's a little different, right? <laughs> So the good thing is, is it's a low-maintenance girlfriend, right? It's, uh, it's, you don't have it's to do easy. much when you're you using it. Ha- you don't have to do much. I know, but she is pretty bossy. Required. She tells you what to do, though, That's right? right. true. You, there are some <laughs> aspects of that that you I have to I've never found with, a girl right? that didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so when you put it in the car, you know, you have the one button on the side to turn yeah. it on and off. That's um, literally the
2: only button on the side. That's the only button, okay.
1: right? Easy. And it's textured, so you can feel it with your gloves, okay. all sorts of cool stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that's all you have to do to actually turn the device on. You pair it with Bluetooth, like treat it like a Bluetooth speaker, pull up our app, select the track, it'll actually, you know, the GPS will recognize what track you're near and it'll ask you, are you at that road, Atlanta? Are Mm -hmm. you at, you know, Laguna Seca? And you'll select the track Mm -hmm. Um, and then you press start session and the lights go, Mm -hmm. put your phone in your pocket and you go. What if Mm -hmm. you're
0: at a track that isn't in the system?
1: That's a great question. Um, so we do actually have a request to track so, uh, form on our website. So if you want your track added permanently, you can say, "Hey, you know, I think we've got like there's like 140 something tracks almost okay. in our in our list. I think it's we might not have all those on the app. I think we've got a little over 100 right now, okay. mostly in North America. Um, so you can you can submit a request to have your track put in the system, which normally gets done pretty quickly, normally within probably two or three weeks of when you submit it. Okay. Or you can use our custom track feature. Um, so for autocross, hill climb, time trials, events, yeah. road rally, you know I'm driving to work every day um, which is when I use it. Uh, we, have a, <laughs> we have a custom track, yeah it took me four minutes and 11 seconds yesterday. From, uh, what, what, so was your, what was your apex score? Like a 38, oh. uh, I, I was at too many stoplights, <laughs> it wasn't very good. Um, but yeah so that's uh, the custom track feature and you can now select whether you want to like create your, your uh, coordinates when you're driving so like if you're in a car and you want to create one on the road okay. you go select you know create some coordinates while driving, so you're just in your car and you go, boop, you know, okay. not condoning doing that while driving. You're at a stoplight and you hit that, um, and then you also can do it while walking. So if you go to an autocross, you can go, you know, you left post, right post during your course walk and create okay. your autocross course, and then you can view your post session heat maps and everything huh. at an autocross course. So it's great for autocrossers, and that real time feedback's valuable. And autocross as well when yeah. you have very little track time, especially yeah. if you can get yeah. like a phone video or a GoPro video on it and watch it, you know, between your runs. Yep. Like, I, th- I took my brother out who had an autocross him forever, and we have a, he has ae 46 M3 mm-hmm. um, that I sold him much to my chagrin. Great car, just stock E46 yeah, those M3. Are, they're, they're going
2: up in value too. Yeah. You might yeah. have made a bad it, financial I know, decision there. I, I could have. Well, <laughs> yeah. I have
1: a 944 Turbo S now, which I'm really like hoping that I ride the wave up to the top on that one. We'll see. That normally doesn't
2: happen.
0: I think, yeah, those are going up in value too. Yeah, they're too. going yeah. up. Yeah, Yeah. I'm holding
1: on to it. Anything with that portion name on it just (laughs) keeps going up. Hey, man. Yeah. So we did the autocross together and it was like, I'm sitting there in the passenger seat watching the device. I'm like, dude, hit the brakes harder right here. Like you got a ton more grip, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was just like a simple, like, Light bulb that he would have never had and I actually had like my iPhone 7 recording the session So we right. kind of went back and not only did we notice that we were like, okay Your turn-in could be you know way quicker here, right? right? Like you're not overloading the front tires You're way under the limit, mm-hmm. you know on your turn-in for these couple of corners And It was like two or three places, you know two two seconds, right? Because huh. it's autocross It's yeah. like yeah. you learn the track and um, I just call it driving smarter, right? It's like you just know more immediately. Yeah, yeah, uh,
2: right.
1: which is which is
0: yeah. super helpful You were telling us about uh, a new feature that you guys just added uh, that's crew view where yeah. the data can be essentially streamed, right. uh, you know, to somebody that's track side while you're out on track.
1: Exactly. So if you have our app downloaded, you know, Apex Pro LLC uh, on the you know Apple App Store, you can see anybody, you know, that's in our systems. You create your user interface. You know, you can create your username. You know, whatever, whatever that is. Cash money. Cash money. cash <laughs> yeah. yeah. money. cash money's in there, yeah. and uh, and you can display it. Always <laughs> cash <laughs> yeah. money. So now we're all thinking like, what am I gonna name yeah. my uh, my name? But uh,
2: Austin, no pants
1: is what we're gonna. <laughs> who's that guy walking around here without any? It's any sauce sauce? Sauce? No it's no He's going to check out the turbos over there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. all right, watch out. Uh, but yeah, you can stream your laps live. So if if you click, you, know, you just have to like toggle over publish my laps because okay. you don't have to publish your laps. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna say, what if you don't want <laughs> we give to? Give you that, that option. Okay. <laughs> that makes that makes sense. Right. <laughs> um, but you can watch them. So if someone right now was running in Europe, and turning laps, I could see them. Okay. Uh, anywhere in the world with cellular, you know, cellular signal, wow. if you publish your laps, so you can see your lap times and apex scores of all your friends. Okay. That are running. So that's a big feature that I think we haven't really promoted a whole lot. And uh, we've been working a lot on the back end to make it more and more mm-hmm. robust so that it works better. Cause like that's the, the trick with the technology companies. Like we're always doing programming to make sure yeah. everything's yeah. as good for the users as it can be. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that a lot more people are going to be using. You know, we have a, a track day group, um, just track it's one of our dealers. We work yeah. with them in the yeah. southeast and um, just track it's having like we're kind of incorporating Apex into their, you know, just the, the culture of going to. To the track with just tracking, and crew is a big part of that. Yeah, um, you can see people's apex score. And we really emphasize the apex score because it, you know, it's focusing on how well you're driving the car. And you know, mm-hmm. are you getting the grip out of you know what's available? Yeah, um, and yeah. not just hey, I did a good lap. You know, a
0: yeah. good
2: lap time. Right. Yo, dog, you see that one forty?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check it. What, what I think is kind of interesting too is that you know you can compare how you're doing versus other drivers based on the apex score. So you know. The car or you know, the unit can actually tell what the potential is. And just because you're running a slower lap time doesn't mean that you're necessarily not as good of a driver as somebody else in a fast lap time. Mm-hmm. So when you actually break it down and you mm-hmm. have a simple number like the Apex score, you can compare it against other people and you, right. you can be like, you know what? I am, you know, I'm doing pretty decent. There's right. Tom O'Goran with a 95% mm-hmm. Apex score, a 95 <laughs> yeah. Apex score. I got a 93. I'm not, not that that's bad. Not so bad. That's not yeah. that bad, bad. Yeah. So the Miata
1: guys can finally show, like, the supercharged Mustang guys and Corvette guys yeah. that they're it's, driving. It's, yeah. like, it's like the
0: track version of the PAX modifier. I was modifier. just going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it, yeah. it,
2: it That's it. Uh, just, I just think it's a really cool product. This Maybe is, we can uh, use it for BOP in the future. <laughs> yeah, right. Man, I don't want to talk about BOP. Yeah. writing rules with BOP. It makes my my head hurt. Oh man, we're dealing with Hit some of the story subjects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I, I'm but fighting just, some SCCA BOP. I'm fighting some grid life BOP. I'm sick of making just rules. <laughs> just so,
1: just have yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. So so let them race. Right? Do you have any uh, any
0: racing plans for 2018,
1: yeah. Andrew? No, I'm actively shopping. Yeah, you know, whatever's available. <laughs> so I I, um, I think I made a, a somewhat like we were talking about all these crazy early 20s decisions. So I, I've had a really cool opportunity to do that. I work at the Porsche Sport Driving School, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's my day job. Um, for the most part um we now have a an awesome office space and warehouse and all sorts of you know manufacturing space for apex so i'm there when i'm not at, at okay. porsche uh, so i spend a lot of time coaching people which is i really enjoy like i didn't you get into it from racing and you're kind of like this is a good way to kind of satiate that yeah. racing appetite yeah.
0: but i really like i really enjoy it's really, working with it's people. really rewarding isn't it's it like when someone's rewarding. like a light bulb goes off in someone's right. head right. and right. you can physically see it in their demeanor and how they're driving Absolutely. it's really mm-hmm. really cool it, it is
1: and i and i love i mean porsche's i'm just i'm lucky that i'm in Birmingham, near Barber Motorsports Park, where yeah. where PSDS is, that's just a, a cool resource. So spend a lot of time doing that. Spend a lot of time on Apex, and I, you know if something comes along, and, and you know I think I'm going to be doing hopefully the uh, the Champ Car race in February, Road Atlanta. Okay. Some okay. other stuff like that, where just friends will help me, you know, let me hop in the car and, and do kind of. Sorry. But I'm not going to put my champ own Champ Car race Champ now. Car endurance. Champ car car yeah. That's right. It's definitely a cooler right. name now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so much more legit sounding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I noticed that recently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's you know just tentative plans. Cool. You know, always okay, want to be cool. in a car. want to stay relevant and be you know, around, but I'm not going for broke on my professional racing uh, yeah.
0: uh, career right now. Yeah. Now, uh, now to date, what is your highest Apex score you've achieved? Oh, anywhere? man, that's really good. That's a good question. <laughs> I think I did an 84 at Barber, okay. Okay. which is the highest
1: I've ever seen at Barber. Nice. So I challenged, challenged you know, out there if anybody <laughs> else wants to wants to bring it up. That was in my accord. The well, as, you guys, as you guys
2: sell more and more of these, I, uh, I'm, I'm curious like, how that be, Apex score works into people's mind. Um, right. At all these tracks, yeah, so that's, that's you, that's you guys go go have to that.
0: build it to where you have like a leaderboard, like right. a Top Gear top style gear leaderboard yeah. of apex scores. Absolutely, I think that's that's something we should do. I'm Maybe. gonna go rent like a bone stock Corolla. <laughs> 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 It'll be like 101. Yeah, all 101 apex, apex scores You're really yeah. getting this thing. Code. Yeah, yeah <laughs> use all of it really yeah, easily. <laughs> all of the ability of that car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just nail the automatic transmission. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be great. Yeah, never misses a shift. Yeah, CVT. We'll get a CVT. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's funny, like something like Daytona, I went down to Daytona and, and raced this past year, and uh, Apex score is like 59, 60, and I'm like, oh, man, you know, I hadn't been, and, but... You know, you look at the the heat map and you're red all the way around the banking. Like all you're seeing is red mm-hmm. lights. Because the device is like, Man, you got a lot more grip. And I'm like, my foot's on the floor, I can't do it. Yeah. You know, like this is as fast as I can go. <laughs> so it's it's very track dependent. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, which is which is really funny to me. Like, like, like it's really cool, you know. But that was the funny, like the first time I experienced that. Um mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fun. But yeah. Yeah. You get
2: this big boring straightaway. it doesn't seem like you're doing anything, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might uh,
0: we might have to see if we can uh you know, borrow one from you for some projects next yeah. year. Uh, I think we could. I think we could work something. Just out. Just watching this
2: video uh, behind us, like I, I don't know, I'm building the legend of roll cage for one of these. This, <laughs> this, this is really cool. Yeah,
1: this video is actually this was really cool. This was at a test last year for IMSA GT3 Cup okay. and uh, and LMP3 cars. <clears throat> That's my buddy Jake Edson, uh, who drove the racing for Children's car. He won the championship in IMSA GT3 Cup this year, okay. and uh, works with me at Porsche at the Porsche Sport Driving School. Um, really solid driver. I mean, if you watch his laps with a it's on our YouTube uh, channel, mm-hmm. but it's like there's one or two places where like maybe he could have transitioned a little bit quicker or break release could have been like a tad smoother. But it's like it's, it's a really Pretty good example of like, what it should look like yeah. when you're when you're really hustling it. Uh, and that's and it's like you know you get the onboard sound of like yep. the sequential gearbox and uh, that's the only race car I've ever stuck my head in. You get a new car smell like <laughs> they, they like they left it at our shop for a little while before the race at Barber and I, and you'd open the door and like smell and you're like oh the, the dealership it does, or something doesn't, <laughs> doesn't
2: stink like uh, like spilled oil right. and sweaty dudes it's 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 like that smell before you actually
0: spend a weekend in a new seat you like yeah. put the new seat in the car and the whole car smells yeah. like it yeah and then after the first weekend it's just back to nasty I got my yeah. new
2: seat for my new race car and I like put it in. I'm like, oh man, this thing smells nice. And then I left it above the car while I'm welding on it. And it's so like, oh, now yeah. it stinks like a shop. <laughs> I didn't even get to sit in it and race it, it with that. Yeah. It smells like metal. The new and car, race car yeah. smell. That's the thing I've ever thought
1: about. But.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, well, what, do, uh, what are your plans for the show here? Just talk to as many people
1: as you can? Talk to as many people as I can, cool. wheel and deal, and, and have a good time. Yeah, we, we had a lot of success here last year just getting the name out there. And, yeah. you know, it's great bang for your buck for a, a company like ours to come here yeah. and meet with everybody in the industry kind of in a couple of days. Um, and it's not
2: often that you get to see beautiful. Indianapolis in December in the snow. That's Right, oh. exactly. We don't get to experience 14
1: degree Fahrenheit <laughs> weather in Birmingham, so yeah. I come up here for it. It's really yeah, that's why really you
0: just need that in your life, right.
2: but, Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're, we're here to develop our dealer yeah, platform. Adam, yeah. so, I think we might need to take one of these ice racing this year.
2: Yeah, I, that would be interesting. Yeah, that's that's ice we're racing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we're, we're racing we're ice racing in February. I think I yeah, think would uh, be to see we're where gonna happens. bug you. All right.
1: Yeah. It's so it's you know it's kind of designed. All of our testing is from asphalt, so yeah, that's that's the baseline for the. AI, but it, it'd probably
2: be little, like a uh, a score of like four. <laughs> we need, what we need to do, we need, to put, it need to put it. in Andy Smedgard's car. Yeah, and, and try to chase him with it. Yeah, I don't. I no, it'd just be red the whole time. Yeah, I don't, I'm, <laughs> uh, I don't think any of us is going uh, to run with the three six five guys. But, oh man, so that's great. Yeah, yeah cool well, product, we'll, we'll definitely get yeah. you
1: one. I'd love for you guys to. Uh, I'm, to, definitely gonna to show some I'm definitely to try one out. I'm
2: definitely going to try one out. It's uh, it's very different, um, and in a good way. Absolutely. Uh, predictive doesn't do much for me, and it it's screwed up enough sessions for Austin. Uh, this is this is cool, man. <laughs> man. This is the
0: way to go. Yeah, also uh, wrecked a car due to predictive once as well. Did you really? Yeah, rode Atlanta. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Coming down turn twelve, had like a oh. one forty two flat. Was that with GTA? Yeah, one forty two flat. And it was like awesome. Quack. Yeah, James yeah.
2: So, yeah, and I was right. like,
0: oh, dude, it's got 141 in it. I, I, nope, send no, in turn one. Not quite. Oh, yeah, well, turn my, fit, one, my fastest oh, well. laps
2: I have not been with predictive. I think this thing could actually make me faster, though. It's, yeah.
1: it's really like, it's a, you know, you kind of just, you got to try it.
0: Like, yeah, that's, it's, that's the
1: best, the best way to advertise it is just like use it for a few sessions and be patient with it. Yeah. Get your eyes down the road. And then it's like, it's so intuitive that you'll, you'll kind of like be driving down pit lane and be like, oh, oh, I got it. Uh-huh. You know? That's uh, really cool. And we have a great dealer network now, too. Like okay. we're with HMS Motorsports, who used to import Stilo. They're now doing the Schuberth helmets. They do all the Schroth imports, okay. uh, OG Racing, Apex Performance. We've got an awesome dealer network. They all carry the product and uh, a yeah. lot of value add on there. Yeah. And a lot of people probably already shop for their, you know, racing yeah. supplies and stuff there. Well, we would send um, them to
2: OG Racing. Yes. They have we would a currently. sponsor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bill or Thomas, if you guys are listening to this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very, <laughs> there we go. Very cool, man.
2: Um, well, thanks for coming on,
0: man. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, thanks for time. having me. I if people want to find out
1: more about uh, Apex Pro, where can they go? Yeah, apextrackcoach.com uh, okay. is, is kind of the all-encompassing, all the resources you could possibly want to uh, to learn about it. We're going to be updating content there, adding more and more stuff as we kind of go, uh, and then also download our app, uh, Apex Pro LLC. iOS App Store. We're working on the Android app. Be patient okay. with us.
2: How soon do you think that'll be out?
1: Uh, we'll see. Okay. It should be first quarter of uh, of next year, um, mm-hmm. but we do have a beta version right now. So if you want to like ping me or something, okay. if you want to you know, shoot me an email, you can find all that contact info on our website. I'll I'll happily equip you with the beta Android because um, we we want everybody to be able to yeah. access it. Okay. So that's something that we're working on. I could really just hard. steal my
2: wife's old iPhone too, though. Right. right. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah. We got as long one in the, yeah. the drawer. I could use that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: There you go. That's Very that's cool, kind man. of what. Yeah. A lot of people have been doing. iPads work as well too. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything.
2: It's all cellular based. You
1: said, right? Uh, yeah, Bluetooth and, and cellular. So yeah. you connect to the device with Bluetooth, yeah. um, and then crew views cellular. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Bluetooth is, is the main thing. I, I tell people all the time, yeah. treat it like a Bluetooth speaker. Like, okay. you know, if for some reason it doesn't find it or you can't connect, turn Bluetooth off, turn it back on, and there yeah. you go. You try turning
0: yeah. it off and turning it back on. <laughs> so
2: did
1: you push the power button, <laughs> I've, I've had that too. I had yeah. A couple of customers. I, I can't get it to work. Is it on? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> the lights are coming on.
0: The lights aren't, Is the battery dead? Oh. <laughs> how, yeah. How
1: long
2: does the battery last? I this thing?
1: Uh, it, it depends on the use scenario. Okay. Um, at least five six hours. That okay. was like the low end. <laughs> if you were to leave it on all day. Of actual
2: use on track. Yeah. Okay. And then can you
0: can you run it? Plugged in yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. yeah,
1: if you've got a long like you just like just buy like a long mini USB to USB, yeah. Yeah. plug Car in charger into a charger or whatever letter. and yeah it like that got very a lot cool. of guys that do that in endurance series that, just that leave it in like there that. for 24
2: just hours leave it in yeah They're yeah, yeah, really cool product guys yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah well and we're fired
1: up to, to talk yeah. to you guys this is yeah, fun really I, I cool. love the show I listen to them as often as I can oh I'm sorry so, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> we didn't make enough
2: puns here for you <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, we're fine. very very we'll try, try, hey, slightly it's, disappointed hey, it's the first show of the week we're good we'll try we're yeah I hope you guys have a great time at the show I appreciate it thanks guys
0: thanks awesome